0: Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to today's episode of the Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Ratliff, and I'm your host. And on today's show, we are going to be talking about a parent's health, and we have a special surprise for you today that was news to me, and I'm excited to learn more about it. But before I introduce you to our special guest, let me start by sharing our community's preamble. Naked Parent Nation is a worldwide community of parents raising children with all kinds of needs. We come together to share our naked truth, support our fellow parents, and inspire the inner growth that each of us needs to build the life and family of our dreams. For the parents that are struggling, we want you to know that we will love you until you can love yourself. For your children, we pray and send power from our collective group. As we come to understand our divine nature, we realize that there's no need to feel sorry for ourselves, be angry, or feel lack. We come to understand that our feelings of limitation and separation are only in our minds. Through self-realization, we expand our consciousness so that the challenges that perplex us today dissipate one by one until we're able to see and experience gratitude and beauty in everything just as it is. We have the power to create any kind of life we want for ourselves and our families. We do this by living in the naked present moment, one day at a time. Esther and Jerry Hicks call it the science of deliberation and we call it the answer to all of our prayers. So I'd like to introduce you to Allie Ludlow. Did I say that right, Allie?
1: You did, yeah.
0: She's a full-time working mom with a seven-year-old boy diagnosed with autism. Allie, welcome to the show, we're excited to have you.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you. And you are a calling in from Wales?
1: Wales in, in the UK. Um, So it's quite far away from you guys.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about your child and when you realized that something wasn't going the way you thought it was supposed to go?
1: Yeah. So uh, Riley's seven. He was diagnosed with autism when he was about four, it was a long journey getting his diagnosis, but we got there in the end. It's something that you've got to fight for. I found out and well, I noticed that something was different. Well, it wasn't really me who noticed things were different. It was more friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um when he was about one. So he started going backwards. When he was one, he started talking and babbling and, and things like that. And he started walking really quickly. And then um, he just forgot those words, started going backwards. I was in denial a lot of the time. I just told everyone to leave him alone. He's a little boy. Let him grow. Let's see what's going to happen. I had arguments about it with my family, but ultimately they were right. And I had to come to terms with it. I uh, realized something was definitely wrong when he was about two because his speech, he just wouldn't talk at all.
0: Is there something that happened that you think
1: is I honestly, part of it? I don't know, and I've done a lot of research into it, and no one could really tell me because no one knows, um, which is really frustrating. I've googled the hell out of autism and tried to research as much as I can. going backwards apparently is a trait of what some autistic people have. they start learning things, they forget what they've learned, and they have to try and do it again, so I think that's what's happened with him but honestly no one can tell me so i don't know i'm afraid
0: yeah so one of my children regressed as well Mm -hmm. and it's really difficult to look at old pictures or old videos because he used to pray at the table put his hands together he liked to sweep he would look and smile and now he's 13 nonverbal, wears a diaper hasn't said a word in 11 years and a lot of people try to Attach it to the, the shots. What are the shots called again?
1: Uh, the uh, MMR jab vaccinations.
0: Because my boy regressed like within a week after he had that really shot. And then I looked and there's tons of people online. But like you said, regression is also a trait of autism. So it's just, and there's no scientific proof that, mm. you know what I mean?
1: No, I would agree with you there because... I'm still not vaccinated against the MMR jab, even though I've had it three times. Two of those times was when I was pregnant and they did it twice because they realized that I wasn't vaccinated and my first jab didn't work. So they wanted to protect me. Now, there's loads of studies saying that the MMR jab doesn't have anything to do with this, but I do. There's an inkling in the back of my mind that I think it does because no no one can tell me different um, why he has autism. No one can tell me what has caused it. So why couldn't it be that?
0: I don't want to go too much off on this tangent, but <laughs> there's millions of parents online mm. that say it happened just after. Yeah. And I don't think that they could ever come clean with it if they ever found out it was true. Because what are they going to say to the mm. tens of millions of families whose dreams were shattered. I mean, how do you rectify that situation? So we'll move forward from there, just like we have to in many situations being a parent of a special needs child, right? Yes, very true. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about Riley and like what a difficult day looks like, how his uniqueness plays out on a difficult day?
1: So Riley struggles with communication. He started talking when he was four. Well, four or five when he started school, he has something called echolalia, which is basically he copies everything he sees. So for a long time, anything that I asked him a question or are you OK or what are you doing, Riley? He will just repeat what I say back to me because he didn't understand the concept of a question. He doesn't understand that he has to answer it with something different he can recite films without even having like anything in front of him it's like he has a videographic memory which is incredible um photographic memory also um he can read me many books without having them in front of him wow yeah it blows your mind a little bit (laughs) but on a bad day i would say Riley is very, very repetitive, and he will say things over and over and over and over again. There's certain books and certain things that he may have seen on the TV or just little clips, and and they can be quite annoying if you hear them quite a few times. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to try and distract him with something else. Sometimes I run out of things to distract him with. It could be toys, it could be a new TV program, it could be taking him outside, it could be anything. But yeah, you run out of things quite quickly. Lego is a good thing. Lego distracts him quite well. But when he was four, he refused to to walk, which was really, really hard for me because I love going outside. I love the outdoors. I love going on walks and seeing new things and things like that and he would just drop to the floor and he wouldn't move. So uh, he would scream, he would shout, he would stamp his feet, everything, and he would just be a dead weight. He just would not move at all. So that was really, really hard. Luckily, because I persevered and I've taken him on so many walks and I I made him and I know that sounds quite harsh, but I'm kept saying to him, You can do it, you can do it. And he walked penavan you probably won't know what that is it's a mountain in wales which is one of the highest mountains in the country and he walked he got to the top and he got to the bottom as well which and we raised over 800 pounds for the national autistic society there was about six of his friends his school friends did it with them as well It, it was lovely but so we've gone from literally he would not walk anywhere to now absolutely loving it and I think the message from that is just to don't give up because they can do it it's just trying to find the right way to do it
0: yeah it made me think of there was a runner's world magazine where they had twin brothers with autism they were in their 20s and they were marathoners and their motor skills were such that like they had to have somebody run with them because if there were curbs and things like yeah. they just could do the but they would mm-hmm. go and run these marathons and i think about persevering there for riley like how healthy of an outlet to have a physical activity yeah that's really cool i'm i'm really um inspired by your persistence there
1: thanks <laughs> can
0: you tell us a little bit about the journey from family telling you you're in denial and sort of, can you walk us through that and how that felt and what that did for you and your life and your family and everything?
1: Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I was in denial. I just, I'd never, never had a baby before a new mum. I was 24. Everything was so new to me, everything. So, uh, Don't get me wrong, I knew about autism, but not to a level that I think everyone should know. I just thought my family were being difficult and just saying, oh, there's something wrong with him or just judging him. And I was in a mindset. I didn't need to hear that right now. I just needed to be in a positive mindset. I didn't want to have to worry about anything. I was working full time in a bank and I was so focused on my career at the time then nothing else could get in the way and so i i fought back and i told them what i thought probably not in a way that i should have done and i regret that now i think i should have listened but i'm quite a stubborn person it is what it is but we are all speaking everyone is all fine um they were just worried and my my mum's a teacher and my dad's a builder and uh, both of them noticed something. But I, I was just like, just leave him alone. like, And that was it. That was my reaction. And uh, I was in denial for a while. And then uh, it just little things I started to notice over over time. Um, at things like hand flapping, putting things right in front of his eyes, like really, really close. And I'm like, you can't see it from that from, you need to pull it away from your eyes a little bit. But it was his stim. And now it kind of all makes all makes a little bit more sense. Whereas he also grinds his teeth when he's very excited. And he, he does that to, to kind of calm him. It's his stim. But yeah, there was loads of little things. He started huh, singing the alphabet backwards. That was a bit of an eye-opener. I thought he was doing it wrong at first. So I was trying to tell him... Oh, it's A B C, and he's like say Bummer, and I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> but, could <yeah>.
1: that. <laughs> I know. I I wouldn't really have a clue. So yeah, he's a very very bright little boy. He does have communication struggles massively.
0: So then, what happens emotionally to you when you finally the signs are enough and you realize that family was right? It's usually a difficult period for the parents I talked to. It it sure was for me.
1: I think as soon as I realized I was very upset, but the way that I work, the way that my brain works anyway, is I have to try and find out why it's happened, what's caused it and how I can fix it. Mm -hmm. I just went into this kind of research mode. Everything else in the world stopped mattering to me. It was just how I was kind of going to get through the diagnosis, what I needed to do, who I needed to speak to, what are the motions, how do I get through this? That was all that I was thinking about and what I could do to help him. I was upset initially, but I'm so determined to try and get stuff done (laughs) that I was more focused on the research than anything else, which I think in a way... Was probably best because if i stayed upset and if i wallowed i don't think riley would be where he is today
0: well good for i mean good for you and good for him you mentioned that it had an, some in your career in the finance world was impacted because of what was happening at home can you tell us a little bit about that
1: Yeah, so i won't say what bank it is um i worked for a bank for seven years um as a wealth manager it was a very hands-on job I worked in in the branch, um, so I would see customers face to face. When Riley was going through diagnosis, I had to obviously have doctors' appointments. I would see the paediatrician, I would then be start going to speech and language therapy, and uh, there were so many of them. And I think there needs to be a lot more support for parents out there who do need to attend all of these appointments because they're really important, not just for, for, well, for the parent, but for the child yeah. (laughs) like otherwise if they don't have a diagnosis it might stop them from getting the support that they need i ended up going on long-term sick which ultimately was around just before covid i think and i had to go to counseling because there was other things that she did as well which just made me question everything i did my appearance my just Whatever I said to anyone, I was overthinking. Oh, did that offend someone? Or have I done something wrong? Like constantly. It just made me so paranoid. So I went went to counselling, which really helped. And I'm absolutely fine now. I spent the whole of COVID with Riley, homeschooling him. And his speech came on so much. So, so much. Now I have a new job. It's so flexible. The managers are lovely. Really, really nice. I can go and do whatever I want when I want. And that ultimately is the aim. As long as I do my workload, then it's fine. Doesn't matter when I do it. That's great. Yeah.
0: So I'm interested to know a little bit more about your Instagram. Is that your Instagram handle? A yes. underscore typical dot mum?
1: Yes, like a typical mum, but it's atypical for
0: for autism. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Is it a job? It was really exciting to hear some of the things that you're doing. Can you tell our audience about that?
1: So I started doing it just to kind of get some awareness of what Riley's really like, his echolalia, his speech delay, his um, just little hacks that I, I do with him. For example... I find loads of resources online. I print them off and I laminate them and we play little games. So he, he understands like girls and boys and how to get dressed and like loads of different things like concepts, which you wouldn't even think of doing in day to day life. But it's just it reminds me and it reminds Riley that we've still got things to build on and we've still got learning to do. And he also loves them. Loves the little games and the little laminated characters. Yeah, I've uh, I've put a lot of that on there. Just clips of our day-to-day life, just so other parents can see. It's not all roses and daisies and nothing's perfect ever. And don't think that it is because you see so much on Instagram that is perfect. And, oh, they've gone to Disney World. They're at the castle. I wish I could do that. And you end up getting jealous of people you don't even know, which I think is horrible. So I've uh, set this page up to try and create awareness for parents who have children with disabilities, um, autism or whatever it could be, because there are a lot of attractions and places that you can visit and days out that you can do with, which are free or which have carers tickets, which parents are actually classed as carers um you can take in proof just of your diagnosis or even a letter from your doctor just any kind of form to say that just proof of the disability most places will let you in free which is amazing and a lot of people i don't know whether or not it is the same in the US but a lot of people in the UK don't know about it there are different cards like for example we went to the cinema on sunday there's a card which is completely free for parents to go. And you just have to pay for your, for your child. Um, so we went and saw Jurassic World, which he absolutely loved. Um, and that instead of costing 40 pounds, it only cost six. It just makes such a difference. And so many people don't know about it, but there's like, for example, we've got National Trust, um, which is like a national kind of park um, place. So all carers go free. They can see the outdoors, beautiful places. And uh, there is just so many, like aquariums. We went to Bristol Aquarium and we got in for free. Legoland, we get in for free as well. Yeah. And also in Legoland, they have a virtual queuing system for people with autism. You literally just have it on your app. You can do whatever you want while you're waiting. You don't have to stand in that queue for so long. Uh And then just, they just call you when they're ready and you just go straight on. Wow. There's just so many different things that we don't know about and that's not promoted. And I find it really frustrating that we have to fight for those things. So I want to make it known that they are there. And I want to make people's days out that little bit less stressful because I was so anxious taking Riley out when I first kind of fi- found out everything because you didn't want them to have a meltdown in front of everyone, or you didn't want to pay full price. And don't get me wrong, like the attractions can be so expensive. And then you get in, they have a meltdown, you got to turn around and go home, but they won't give you a refund. So I just want to create awareness. That's all I want to do.
0: That's awesome. I am the person that wish he found your page a long time ago because I took the kids to Disneyland ten years ago, and we lasted like an hour. They had to golf cart us out. I'm laying on the kids because they're trying to jump off the golf cart, screaming. It looks like I'm abusing my child, and it costs like it costs like five hundred dollars. And I'm like, I will never go to another attraction again and we haven't like and that's terrible so i kind of got the chills when you were talking about all these opportunities now what do you recommend i mean do i just get the diagnosis and keep it in my back pocket and when i get yeah. to the
1: if you go on to the attractions website and uh, have a look at their tickets there'll always be like an accessibility page sometimes even when you go to book the tickets you can see just carer so carer classes as a parent, as long as you can provide proof of diagnosis or a benefit of some kind or just a letter from the doctor. Yeah, you just have to pay for your, for your child and you go in for free. Wow, cool. We are going to Disneyland Paris in September and I am going to put up the process on how, how you can get discounts and how our journey is. God knows how it's going to go. But um, yeah, there are so many little hacks. Each individual attraction has all got their own different way of doing it. But yeah, Harry Potter World, I'm going to with Riley in August. Me and Riley's dad getting completely free. So that saved £100 straight up. Amazing. Mm.
0: So cool. At a underscore typical dot mom, you get that information. That's so cool. (laughs) All right, go there, Naked Parent Nation. Check it out. Can you tell me what you're excited about today and moving forward as it relates to Riley? What's something that you're excited or working on?
1: Well, just taking him to as many places as I possibly can and trying to enjoy as much of his childhood as I can as well. Instead of just focusing on the negative, I'm going to try and focus on the positive things. See as many things as we can. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was never excited for Riley's future. I was scared more than anything because of the unknown. You don't know if he's going to have a girlfriend. You don't know if he's ever going to be able to look after himself. But I've kind of now come to terms with the fact, even if he does stay with me forever, at least I won't lose him. (laughs) I'm okay with that and I've come to terms with that. But you do, you grieve a bit when you realize, because when you have a child, you have this picture in your head of what you're going to do with them and how you're going to show them how to do certain things and teach them. And sometimes that doesn't happen and it can be completely different. Yeah.
0: I love that. The underlying message to this show, besides sharing people's stories is about the power of perception change and taking action. Yeah. I suffered depression. I mean, I went into addiction. I did, I did, everything wrong and this is I hated summertime when summertime would come it was like a disaster everybody's excited planning their trips and for me it was just like this is the worst time of year like this is when it gets and this is the first summer where I'm like I'm not going to do that anymore because it's terrible and it makes for a terrible summer for everybody and I'm having so much more fun I mean they their abilities haven't changed but just accepting life as it yeah. is and appreciating it and seeing the beauty and gratitude. And so I'm grateful that you share that perspective with us because it can change your life and it can change your family's life in a big way. Massively. That's so cool. So, so cool. We do a like um, a little lightning round where I ask you some questions just to get some more of your answers and you give like a one word to one sentence answer. Are you up for it?
1: Yeah, let's All go. Right.
0: All right. What's the best advice you have received? Never give up. What online course topic would you sign up for today if it was available?
1: Anything that would help Riley.
0: (laughs) Do you have a top resource or recommendation to share with other parents? Yeah, you did already, but.
1: Julia Donaldson books. Without those, Riley wouldn't be able to, to read. He can read everything, (laughs) but the Gruffalo, the snail on a whale. Um, The Room on the Broom, all of her books are beautiful and don't get me wrong, I'm pretty bored of them now, but um, only because I've heard them so many times, (laughs) but he loves them. They're brilliant.
0: That's great. That's a great tip. What's the next thing on your list that you want to add for your individual well-being?
1: Enjoy our new garden. We're currently doing a really long garden project going on these holidays that we haven't had Before. So it will be nice to have family time in the new garden and then nice family holidays.
0: That's great. What's one thing you think would improve your life if you did it or had it?
1: More time with Riley. I wish we didn't have to work. I wish we could spend all the time in the world with them, but unfortunately, we do.
0: (laughs) Do you have a favorite product you use for yourself or your child or family that you just love, love, love?
1: I would say it's got to be lego as a family we love it he has so many types of lego and we could sit there as a family for hours and just build and just spend quality time yeah lego
0: yeah i got the chills a few times during our conversation i have to tell you that the journey from diagnosis to where you are today is very inspiring and i believe in my heart that Naked Parent Nation feels the same way. And I'm really grateful that you've shared your journey with us and that you've shared your personal growth with us. In closing, do you have any final thoughts or that you'd like to share with Naked Parent Nation?
1: I think just take time out for you. Um, I always make sure I try and have time away from the situation as well as with him. Things can get tough, but just step away, take some time for you and just don't give up because I can promise you it gets so much better and it will. You've just got to keep, keep going.
0: I'm a believer. I'm a believer. (laughs) I thank you for being on the show. Uh, I'd love to stay connected with you and touch base down the road and hear how Riley's doing and how the family's doing. If that's cool with you.
1: Definitely. It's been a pleasure.
0: And thank you so much again. Uh, It's been a great conversation.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Have a great day.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
0: This concludes our show for today. And I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts.